Hello. And welcome to Stephen Rowland's Beer Podcast. Episode 215. So I need a bit aggressive with that, Rowland. 215. Exterminate. Yeah. Been that kind of day, has it? It has. I'm looking forward to this beer. I'm not even hanging, hanging around, I'm getting into the beer. Is it, is it you're looking forward to the beer because I really need a beer, or I'm looking forward to the beer because, ooh, I really like this? Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I really like it. I'm intrigued, what? I will admit. I'm looking forward to this one. Um, Why this, don't you tell the good folks what this beer is? This is Gad's number five from Ramsgate Brewery. Um, this is our second time drinking a beer from Ramsgate Brewery in very short order from Beer Buds. Is it? It is, unknown to us. Um, so we had a block, I remember, in September. Oh, yeah, the bicycle beer. The bicycle beer, which for the UK is brewed at Ramsgate Brewery. I remember kids, don't drink and ride. That was my that was the motto mm. we took from that one. But done effectively contract brewed for there for... Oh, so they actually brewed this for them. Uh, this yeah. is their actual... Well, I guess this is one of their mainstay beers. This is their best bitter. Um, interesting brewery. Uh, if you want the full story, there's a nice write-up from Matt and Gordon, of course. Um, but they are kind of traditionalish. They've been about 15 years now, I think it is. Um, I would say to look at the bottle, yeah, traditional. Traditional-ish. Like, uh, they've been doing what they kind of call good beer for a while now. Um, Eddie, who is kind of the face of the the brewery and the one who set it up with his, his partner Lois, they, um, he's pretty well got a reputation as a character and pretty outspoken and firm in his beliefs about beer. Um, their new stuff, they do their seasonal stuff includes a kind of range of more experimental and interesting stuff. Their, their main core range is very traditional, but again, one of those breweries that I'm quite intrigued to try because the kind of breweries that do traditional well. It's always nice to, to get to try that because you often don't find those breweries travelling, I think. Mm. Sorry, I'm just reading the thing on the back of the, uh, the, uh, the actual Ooh. bottle describing it. And it, it, to read would suggest that uh, the current uh, obsession for um, hoppy American IPAs and mega strength black uh, stouts uh, is a fad. Uh. <laughs> well, yeah, I, as I said, Eddie, <laughs> known to come out with, um, speak his mind, mm. shall we say. Uh, well, I mean, but I've got to say, having just had a sip of that, that's a nice beer. I mean, if you, you'd have put this in front of me and said, there you go, pint of best bitter, I'd have gone, yeah, yeah, that's definitely a, uh, well, it's, I mean, it's not a pint, but... <laughs> Yeah, generally, if you're drinking best bit, you're drinking it in pints because mm. what? Why else would you drink it in anything else? That is a kind of beer I could happily drink in in pints. You pints? I yeah. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen that. <laughs> yes, has happened. I think I could do pints of this. This is the kind of beer that I think I would suit me in pints. It's there's, the bitterness is not shy, which is good because I know it's in the name, but. I've drunk a lot of things claiming to be best bitters that aren't that bitter. Yeah, they've been a little too sweet. Yeah, and, and not only is this reasonably bitter, it's also not oversweet. It's got quite a dry finish. Despite the colour looking moderately dark, it's not sickly sweet or, or heavy. No, not quite. I quite like this. I am fond of a bitter, though, so, mm. you know, that's... Uh, 
my staple, so to speak. And there's a good uh, there's a good amount of hop flavour in there as well. Mm, the British hops, I mean, it's come through do naturally we, on nicely. Do we, uh, do we get a dis- uh, well, mm. the hops that are going into this, or is it uh, is that information? Uh, I'm not sure. I, he do, and he does say it's quite a complex one. And he's right. I think it's one of the things he mentions that I do agree with that this kind of style of beer is often presented as being kind of simple and boring and actually doing a really good one is yeah so it's probably going to be um goldings and and fuggle um bramling cross that you might have a bramling cross yep so we um not unheard of but um yeah I, i think it's it's this kind of style of beer that to do well it clearly requires talent because there's lots of people who turn out not great ones. I can't, I, when I find a pint of a bitter that I really like, it sticks with me. Well, no, I think it, there's yes and no. It depends on, again, I, I get where he's coming from on the previous uh, thing on the back of this here. Like, there are certain breweries that have been making this kind of beer for a long time. Mm. And they do it well they figured out how to do it and they keep doing it uh, I think when you get your newer breweries uh, trying to attempt to recreate a traditional style sometimes they fall short because they, they can't they can't help but overthink it and overdo it yeah well I also think there's a, there's a bit of some of that kind of industrialization is the problem with the bigger ones like a lot of the bigger regionals I don't particularly fond of their their best bitters because they tend to I think they're a bit too clean like they're a bit too you know macrified they're a bit too much in the same thing that's happened to big lager and stuff that you kind of get this they've made them a little sweeter they've toned back the hops and the bitterness they've toned they've made it a little more caramelly a little less in your face they've maybe cleaned up the yeast and it's really they're making sure it ferments really clean so you haven't really got any anything extra there to make be offensive and they've taken out all the offensive stuff in that process and end up with something that's just really boring and when I found best bitters I really have enjoyed they are, haven't got that There's always, they can't be boring there's always got to be interest there which I think it's what I've got actually I really do and this is a like for me, the balance of a good a good bitter is it's easy drink enough that you can you it kind of vanishes out of your glass whilst you're chatting without really noticing it. Okay. Like it makes you want to go back for another, but you don't. I was going to say you seem to be ahead of me, but I'm pretty sure I went and topped my glass back up. Okay, well I'll help uh, topping mine up then. Uh, so we have got a big bottle as well. It's a 500 mil. So this is a good size for this. Yeah. Well, I mean, if Rowan says you can drink a pint of it, I mean, anything less would be. Uh... <laughs> I'm not sure you should have a pint before you drive home. But... Mm, probably not. No. Um, no, I like. I think that balancing act for me of like really good, best bitters, sessionable beers, beers that you want to keep drinking, are like they're interesting enough to make you go back for more, but they aren't so in your face that you find them overwhelming after one. They kind of leave you wanting more, leave it kind of tantalising, trying to put your finger on the flavours thing. I mean, that's the whole point, isn't it? The, the sessionable bitter. I mean, this is, again, it's a drink that was traditionally drank, consumed in, you know, large quantities. 
Mm. You didn't just have one. You know, this is going back to the days where, you know, it was quite normal after you finish work, you go to the pub, you'd have a few pints, then you go home and have your dinner. Uh, but it's interesting, like, if you look at the, the last, you know, 30 years or whatever, you would have had a point where if you went into a pub, there probably wasn't a lot of choice. You probably were on one thing for the night because you didn't go to many pubs that would have more than one or two best bitters on, if you were lucky. Like, it was very rare to meet more pubs that had lots of different choices on. So you had to be, it had to be sessionable, but it didn't necessarily have to be the kind of thing that pulled you back. Whereas these days, so many places you go have got a huge range of choice. So to be a really good bitter, to hold up in that kind of standard these days, I think it's got so much more difficult because it has to not just be something you can drink several of in a row, it has to be something that you really want to go back for more of. Well, you see, for me, that's never been an issue. Like I say, I, this is kind of what I default to whenever I go home, these kind of beers, because uh, that's what you tend to get uh, in certain places. So, like, one of my uh, my favourite haunts is a place called the Rat and Ratchet in uh, Huddersfield. This is an Osset brewery pub. And uh, Osset have a number of different... Um, uh, breweries under their umbrella. You've got Osset, you've got um, uh, the Rat Brewery, you've got Fernandez, uh, and you know, they all offer a good best bitter. Um, you know, you quite happily go and sit and have four or five pints. Uh, of, you know, you've got, you've got a bit of variety. Uh, mm. Yeah, and I, I will agree. They, 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 are, they are more traditional. They're a traditional um, Alehouse in that respect, that you know, they tend to favour beers like this on um, on cask than yeah. your super uh, super in your face and hot bombs. That's so. the kind of place. Actually, I, in a sense, like so, Eddie started out before he went to to do Ramsgate. He was at the Firkin Brew Pubs way back when that existed, um, which are kind of one of the first examples of a British recentish British brew pub that kind of briefly appeared and vanished again. Um, and those kind of places actually are where I think I'd be most likely to drink, like choose something like this would be my number one thought. If I went to somewhere like the Rat and Ratchet, where, again, where you've got it under the brewery and the pub under their own house, you want to drink... You think about your local. The local. The hop yeah. in Stoke-on-Trent. You know, this is the kind of beer that would quite easily fit into their range. Cause oh, they, absolutely, yeah. Like, they don't... From yeah. my uh, experience, which is, again, very brief of going in there... They don't tend to go too mad and heavy in one direction, you know. They, they've always got a decent bitter on, I think. Well, so. I think that they always have, and I, I agree. And I think the challenge, as I said before, if this was on somewhere like the, the Hopping, I, I would ha- definitely have one. The challenge is that you go somewhere like that and they've got eight handfuls, and what makes me go back for another one of these rather than going on to something else. I think it's a really competitive, difficult playing field for this kind of beer. Mm. So, and I, and I do think this is a really good one. And I say, when I think they've done a good job, it, that, that is, you know, to succeed, your, your level on it has to be so high these days. Yeah. Right, I think we should start coming to an opinion here. Well, I mean, you've had, drinking, to be so fair, you you've, had, you've had plenty of opinions, uh, really, today. So, uh, I mean, uh, 
I barely got a word in edgeways. Uh, not that I'm complaining. I'm in one of those sort of moods today where I'm just happy to sit back, sit my beer and let Roland just go on home. So, uh, you were, you were <laughs> just in your head, I can see him mentally thinking, I'm in the rat, I've got my beer, in for a night, have a few of them. Yeah. I might just go home, to be honest. You don't mind working tomorrow, do you? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I won't notice the difference. Uh, really? Oh, oh, oh! I'm definitely going on. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying this. I mean, I, I do like a good bitter. Uh, it's solid. Um, it definitely ticks those traditional boxes, but it's still it's packed full of flavour. Um, I'm going to give this a nine. Yeah, I'm also really enjoying it. Um, I think this is a great example of not super pale bitter. Um, but also like, a little bit of colour to it without being really heavy or sickly. Um, very drinkable, very refreshing. Got lovely bitterness to it and dryness to it. And I would love to drink that on cask um, and actually have that. Uh, that'd be really good. Uh, definitely one I would look out for in the future. Um, I'm going to agree with you. I went early. Now I'm going to agree with you. Nine. Wow. Yeah. Well go. done, Matt and Gordon. Good call. And on that bombshell. Yeah. <laughs> Drink up and shut up. up. We'll get sued by We're top done. Game.